0: Welcome to the Next Steps of Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading the one-year chronological Bible, and today's reading is for October 11th. The Faith of a Gentile Woman, Mark seven twenty-four 30. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. Matthew fifteen twenty-one to 28 Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him, Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Jesus heals a deaf and mute man, Mark 731 37 then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee, and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged Jesus to place his hand on him. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, "Ephphatha," which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Jesus heals many people. Matthew fifteen twenty-nine 29-31 Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus feeds 4,000. Mark 8, 1-10 During those days another large crowd gathered. Since they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will collapse on the way because some of them have come a long distance. His disciples answered, but where in this remote place could anyone get enough bread to feed them? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked seven. They replied. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground when he had taken the seven loaves and given thanks. He broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people, and they did so. They had a few small fish as well. He gave thanks for them also and told the disciples to distribute them. The people ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. About 4,000 were present. After he had sent them away, he got into the boat with his disciples and went to the region of Dalmanutha. Matthew 15, 32-39 Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They've already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. His disciples answered, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish and And when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 men, besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. Pharisees demand a miraculous sign, Matthew 16, 1-4. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. He replied, When evening comes, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. Yet how do you interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times? A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away mark eight eleven to thirteen the Pharisees came and began to question Jesus to test him. They asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, "Why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I tell you, no sign will be given to it." Then he left them, got back into the boat, and crossed to the other side. Yeast of the leaders mark eight fourteen to twenty one The disciples had forgotten to bring bread except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, it is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. "'And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, "'how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up?' "'They answered, seven. "'He said to them, "'Do you still not understand?' "'Matthew 16, 5 to 12. "'When they went across the lake, "'the disciples forgot to take bread. "'Be careful,' Jesus said to them. "'Be on your guard against the yeast "'of the Pharisees and Sadducees.' "'They discussed this among themselves and said, "'It is because we didn't bring any bread.' Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And that's the end of the reading for October 11th. All right. So we continue to have uh, Jesus doing miracles, uh, healing people. And we have the feeding of the 4,000. That's 4,000 men plus all the women and children. So you're talking about a lot. Um, And they had uh, a little more loaves this time. They had seven loaves. So, what is my devotional takeaway today? Again, it may be different for you, but what I come to is, is the discussions that Jesus had with his disciples. Here are the guys who are following him, the guys that he is training to take over and share the gospel in the future to spread it around the world. And he continues to point out that, you know, they don't really understand what he's talking about. So, Jesus will say something to them and then they'll talk about it among themselves and they'll completely misunderstand and then he'll try to redirect them. And, and just that that simple story about their misunderstanding, of course, they misunderstood a lot of things along the way, reminds me that sometimes even as I read God God's word, like hearing Jesus speak, I read God's word and I might assume that I know what it's talking about, or I might go on a a rabbit trail, let's say, thinking about a particular topic, when in the context of his word, he's really talking about something else, what's most important. And it's easy for me, it's easy for uh, churches, for families to get distracted we we discuss certain things and think about certain things when jesus says here are the things i want you to really focus on um, he wanted them to understand that the false teaching that was going on around them with the religious leaders was going to be very destructive and they needed to listen and pay attention to his teaching, to truth, because that is what they were gonna need to pass on later. It wasn't about whether they had enough bread or prepared enough to feed people. It was about the bread of life. It was about um, the word. It was about truth. And I want to make sure that as I live my life and as I read God's word that I'm really focused on what is God talking about? What is most important here and what should I apply? Father, so help me today to be able to hear your voice as I read your word, to be able to listen to your spirit who lives within me, to be able to discern the things that are going on in my life in my ministry, in my world. Help me, Father, to hear your voice and to know what you want me to focus on and to honor you as I live for you today. In Jesus' name, amen.